0: hello everyone happy new year and welcome to 2024 and welcome to more responsibilities and commitment that we all should be doing or else we will experience the same thing that perhaps we don't really want to experience okay so but we're always given a chance to be to renew all our commitment and or our dedication so if there's anything here that you like and you've been following me and i know we're challenged because sometimes and it's not sometimes you know the censorship continues so like it subscribe and always support my guest our guest and everyone who gets involved in quantum nurse freedom international live stream so that said again I'm glad you all made it to the incoming year, 2024. And today we're gonna have James Roguski. And we're I'm so excited because this is his second time around. And I do wish that he could keep coming back as much as he has time. Because this is the intention of this platform is to bring people together and to kind of like challenge our imagination, our perspective, make us uncomfortable. Make us uncomfortable because so many things are uncomfortable because it pushes us to have the change. So for James, I'll just have a little bit of introduction for James and welcome. Thank you for coming.
1: Well, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, I, I think I'm an eternal optimist, um, but I'm also a realist. And and so, you know, the last thing anybody should do is put their head in the sand and hide from reality. Because if you can envision yourself with your head in the sand, you're in a perfect position to get a good swift kick in the butt. And And so reality, you know, infringes upon your ideal. But you have to know what it is you want. And work towards it. And so, you know, I, I just every morning when I wake up, I focus more on what is it that I want, not what is it that the world, you know, wants from me. And, and and so, you know, I'm looking forward to 2024. There's a lot of things I want to accomplish in 2024. And you know, I'll take you up on your offer. I'll come back anytime you want to have me. So um, don't 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 be afraid to ask. I'll be more than happy to um, make this be. Uh, an ongoing thing where we get people to focus on um, a better future rather than you know the dystopia that people seem to want to focus on.
0: Very, very true and we're always blessed and we're always guided because we know that we are part of the connection of the source that's more greater, far greater when we're together. So mm-hmm. I, um, before I mention more about James, I wanted to share with James, and uh, also to the audience. And about um, when I read Celia Farber's Substack, he she made a comment about the song "Old Lang Syne" because we write uh, because everyone sings at the end of the year the "Old Lang Syne," and it's a beautiful song. So she wrote the song begins by posing a rhetorical. A rhetorical question, is it right that old times be forgotten? The answer is generally interpreted as a call to remember long-standing friendships. Alternatively, the word should, quote unquote, may be understood to mean, quote unquote, if expressing the conditional mood, referring to a possible event or situation. And this resonates to me very well, and as much as what, uh, James, what you said, because for me, we should never forget the past. We have to understand what happened in the past. And then that's the only way we could move forward to the future and make some changes. So that said, I wanted to say that James Roguski is a researcher, author, natural health proponent. And one day day we'll focus on this natural health, just me and James, because just like James, I've also been in the natural health lifestyle forever and ever and ever. That's why we didn't buy the narrative from the onset. And he is an activist who believes that the old systems are rightfully crumbling. So we must build their replacements quickly So in March 2022, James uncovered documents regarding proposed amendments to the international health regulations and was instrumental in raising awareness about them, which resulted in the amendments being rejected. So James is now doing everything possible to expose the WHO's hidden agenda behind their proposed pandemic treaty, as well as the WHO's ongoing attempts to amend international health regulation. James' vision for the future can be summarized by the phrase, out of the who, World Health Organization, and in with the new. And James is known in many countries, especially those groups of those countries who have critical, and every country has critical thinkers who know what's right and what's wrong. But I'm very happy that even in the Philippines, they mentioned James Roguski's, and at one point it was a the um, part thing a congress of um in the Philippines that they were discussing about it. And one of the proponents or those who support that ch- um, for us to be out with a who or to be critical in what who is doing mentioned James Roguski's name. So I'm happy to be associated with him this way. So they James. Thank
1: you again. Well, you know, thank you for all of that. Um, and uh, I'll give away my secret um, for success, if you will, uh, for whatever success I may have had so far. And if everyone could just get out a piece of paper and a pen or get ready to type something, um, I make it a point to be accessible to anybody who cares to talk to me. And so my phone number is 310 619 Five five, three one zero six one nine three zero five five. I've done that for decades. I've given my phone number out. I wrote a couple of books. Uh, one of the books I wrote is "Your Doctor Is a Liar," and I've always given it away. People can go to yourdoctorisaliar.com and download the ebook. And at the end of the book, um, I put my phone number. And so I'm blessed to get phone calls from people all over the place who maybe have a question or, or just want to have a discussion. Um, that's one of the things that I think is missing. If you look back over the last four years, relationships have been shattered, whether it's family or friends or business or whatever it may be. Um, you know, I think one of the most important things that we can do is build new relationships. And so I try to make it easy for people to get a hold of me. If you all have any questions about what we're going to talk about, it's impossible to cover it in fifty minutes. And and so uh, I I see questions as um, a contribution. Not you know I think when when people are lying and they're trying to hide something, questions are a challenge. But if you just live and walk in the truth, um, questions coming from anybody means that that person is thinking, they're they're examining, they're exploring, they're digging in. And if somebody has questions, it means that they care. And so, you know, I, I invite that from everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of stuff to talk about. Grace, um, I'll let you ask the first question. What do you, you know, where do oh, you want to go? Okay.
0: <laughs> well, since you are so good in your Substack, and I want everyone to follow him in, in his Substack, okay? And this episode right now, we kind of we're focused in two articles in Substacks, and one of them is the blatant voting fraud by the World Health Organization, and that's you know, if you type in all of that and his name, you'll land into his Substack and subscribe okay and of course the other one is the title is conspiracy to violate international law and you could get that again by typing those, those titles and then go to the substack so see in any substack you know you'll find a lot of video links articles and a lot of images and for me images are powerful just as we've been duped many times in the propaganda for all those who knows, centuries and everything. So, we're gonna use most of his uh images, and I'll, I'll just you know, out of these images, James will educate us more, okay? So, I'm gonna put in this and that one. So, in this, let's see first, let me see. Oh, oh, we go to the beginning. Sorry, oh. <laughs> um- but all of this, actually, James, right? All of it, it, it could be a beginning of something. So, James, um, when what is it that you wanted to say to people when you said, you know, we should just, you, they, they that I will like in this image that says follow the rules. Who is going to follow the rules, and what rules are we talking about?
1: Well, you know, for, first off, let me thank you for putting together the PowerPoint with all the images because you know. If an image is worth a thousand words, you're going to save me a lot of breath. here. Um, this particular image is from the article about what that first image was, which was, you know, a, a deadline alert. Uh, when the World Health Organization had a meeting back in December of 2021, they put out a, a directive that they wanted to start negotiations along a couple of different pathways one of them was for something that you know people have come to know as the pandemic treaty mostly we're not going to be talking about that today because the current status of that is the group that's negotiating that has been given the directive back on december uh four five and six to rewrite the latest draft, and may be presented at the end of January or probably February sometime. Their next meeting is at the end of February. So we're really not going to be talking too much about the proposed pandemic treaty, because at the moment, it's in a state of flux. They've had many, many versions. They're rewriting it. And we'll come back maybe in a month and talk about whatever that rewrite is going to be. In terms of following the rules, there's a separate group that has been negotiating amendments to an existing uh, international law, the International Health Regulations. In those regulations, there are various articles that set guidelines and rules. And so the most pertinent one, you know. Uh, i'll ask a rhetorical question of you and of your audience and then i'll answer it i'm I'm not expecting a question that's what we're here to talk about um do people have any idea what the significance of january twenty seventh, 2024 coming up very quickly do you know what is likely to not happen before that date okay now That's something that if you can just remember that question and ask it of other people, I'll I'll give you the answer in a moment, but that's a thought-provoking question, very open-ended. Do you know what's likely to not happen before January 27th, 2024? Well, that's the deadline that the working group is legally obligated to present their final package of amendments to be proposed and possibly considered at the May assembly. Now, article 55 of the regulations says that any nation can submit amendments to the international regulations, but they have to do so four months in advance of the assembly. Well, the assembly meets every year at the last week of May. It's going to begin on May 27th, so four months in advance of that is January 27th. Well, back in October, the working group said they're not going to meet the deadline. Now, that's been news or should have been news for three months, and nobody is reporting on it. That's actually really spectacularly wonderful news. Grace, I hope you can still hear me. It appears that my video has frozen up. Are you still able to hear me?
0: I can I can hear you. I just muted myself so your audio should be very clear.
1: Okay.
0: okay. Um, and I did I I did um the 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 slide will just go on as I press it. So okay.
1: Okay. Um for some reason my um video stream has frozen up what I'm seeing. So hopefully um, you're getting it all good for me. Uh, let me know when you change the visual because I'm not seeing uh, oh, any okay. movement. Yeah, okay.
0: no, um, but at least I I know you're frozen on my end. So yeah, so and but um, so in that deadline, so what's the good news that we have to remember
1: well, the, for the now? The good the good news is, if they do not present a final package of amendments before January twenty seventh, they don't get to make any changes this year. And so all of the details that they've been keeping in secret um, really don't matter because they have to make it public by January 27th. And if they fail to do so, well, they can come back next year and we'll be right here waiting for them again. But they told us on October 2nd that they're not going to meet their deadline. And so they need to follow the rules. If they don't, submit a final package of amendments before january 27th they don't get to make any changes and so it may very well be that they try to cheat and they keep negotiating they've already scheduled meetings for february and april and they would like to be able to ignore that rule but we the people have to demand that they follow their own rules the details are important but the procedure is primary, and if they don't make it public four months in advance, as they they know their obligation, you know they they know it very very well. They know that their deadline is you know the middle of January, and um, if they don't meet their deadline, sorry. Um, um, now my whole screen has gone blank, but I think you might still be able to hear me. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Now you're good. You're. It seems like it
1: reset. Okay. All right. So now we're going on to to null and void, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If they don't meet their deadline, then whatever they might attempt to do in May, is null and void. They don't get to drop a bunch of details at the last minute and then have everybody vote on them. That is not acceptable. Now this null and void that you got from a different article i'm going to shift gears just a little bit um in my introduction you said that um what had happened in 2022 was that the amendments that the biden administration had proposed were rejected and technically they were never even considered because the nations did get a chance to look at it because the biden administration did propose them Four months in advance. And by the time they got to the meeting, all of the nations said, get out of here. We don't want anything to do with that. Okay. Now, one of the things that the Biden administration had proposed back in 2022 the period of time that nations get to consider amendments after they've been adopted by the assembly is currently 18 months. So they have their meeting. They talk about it, they vote to adopt a change to the international health regulations. The head of state of every nation has 18 months to just write a letter to the WHO and reject it. Okay. Then six months after that, so a total of 24 months, it would then become legally binding. They would have to pass legislation or allocate money or whatever they might need to do to be in compliance. Well, Biden proposed shortening that down to 6 months. Now, the reason why they proposed that is 6 months from the end of May this year would be December sometime and Biden likely will still be in office. So they were attempting in 2022 to shorten the time frame so that his administration would be able to ram through the things that they're negotiating now. Well, that got rejected, but then a group of nations, including the US and the European Union and many others, illegitimately proposed a new set of amendments in the middle of the assembly. They obviously violated the four month in advance rule. Then, and and this is something that is astonishing, and it should be a worldwide scandal, but I seem to be the only one really talking about it and a few other people. They pretended that they voted. They published a document on May 28th, 2022. It has the name of their legal counsel, and it says that it's an authentic document. All of the changes that they had said that they agreed to, and it said that they agreed to it, during their eighth meeting during that assembly. Well, unfortunately for them, their meetings are recorded and their meetings are on their website. And if you watch the eighth meeting, eighth session, they never talked about those amendments. They never had a vote. They just said that they voted to adopt it. And so on November 28th of 2023, we got a dozen members of the European parliament to write a letter to the WHO, to the director general, to Tedros. And and they said very clearly, uh, if you don't provide evidence that you actually voted on this, then they're null and void. And so as far as I'm concerned, as far as anybody should be concerned, whatever they claimed to have done in 2022 is null and void because they never actually voted on it. They just said they did. Now, we've had election integrity issues in the United States, but at least they pretend to vote. Okay? So moving on to the next graphic, um, you know, this is just something that each individual person should understand is the reality of what the WHO is. I often refer to them as the World Hypnosis Organization. Because what happens is they make a recommendation and and people hear it and then somebody repeats it and it suddenly morphs into, oh, you have to do this because the WHO said so. So I'll just read this real quick. We, the people of the world, do not recognize the World Health Organization as being anything other than an advisory body with no power whatsoever to enforce the recommendations that they make. In all matters, we, the people, make up the whole of society, and we are the masters of the whole of government. We claim our right to personal individual sovereignty in all matters and cede that authority only to God, our creator. We, are, we, the people of the world, are responsible for our own health, and we are not answerable to the WHO. Now, that's what I put out into the universe every day in, in a multitude of ways. But what I see alternative media putting out and manifesting or attempting to is, oh, the WHO is going to do this and the WHO is going to do that. That's the wrong way to speak into existence what you want. Please, people, stop manifesting what they want and start manifesting what you want
0: james is there any uh do you know of any country that is truly resisting or under the country that really understands what the who has been trying to do to control and manipulate the rest of the country is there any country or
1: well when you say country um that makes the question difficult to answer um are there large numbers of people in each country all around the world who are awake and aware and taking action y- you mentioned obviously in the philippines you know obviously there are a large group of people who um for lack of a better way of putting it they get it okay and they're taking action um in new zealand the new government actually sent um, i haven't been able to actually obtain the letter but on their website, they say that they sent a letter of rejection to the WHO. Uh, the Slovakian uh, prime minister made a very powerful speech, saying he's not in agreement with you know any treaty or amendments or any of that sort of thing. So you know there are I mentioned those ten I'm sorry dozen members of the European Parliament who sent a letter to Tedros. So officially. There are a couple of um, governments who have said, hey, 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 wait a minute. Okay. But, you know, we still have a large job to do. We have a big task in front of us to raise everyone's awareness. But, you know, it's really very simple. If you ask somebody to look at the words that are on the screen right now and say, do you agree with those? Or do you think the opposite? Do you think that the WHO? People in Geneva who don't know you at all should be able to tell you what to do for your health. Do You think that you know bureaucrats in the WHO are better suited to determine what you do for your health other than you? And you might get some people who uh, think that, but I think the vast majority of the world, if asked that simple question, would say I, I don't know who those people are why would I listen to them
0: correct and I, I this would be a good thing well, print for people to have it daily and to see it daily so that one can be reminded of individual sovereignty and individual liberty exactly exactly so um, what's what's with this image
1: well you know this is exactly what we were talking about um back on November 28th member MEP stands for member of the European Parliament and and so um, they're basically null and void because there is no evidence that they voted now that should be a worldwide scandal okay um, the lawyer who's didn't he didn't sign it so anybody who's interested in common law or natural law and and you know understands the importance of a wet ink signature on a document that document is fraudulent right but a lawyer's name is on it saying that it's an authentic document that's just obviously fraudulent it says that they voted during the 8th meeting to adopt changes and no such vote was ever held and and, and so people need to understand that the WHO is certainly capable of latent fraud in how they apparently claim to vote on changes to international law—that is absolutely unacceptable—and it is shocking to me that you know, forget the mainstream media—you know, I, I I only trust them to try to distract people. Um, why have the alternative media not reported on this fraudulent activity? It's astonishing.
0: Well, they too, needs a lot of education and they too needs a lot. They, they're also infiltration in everywhere, and that is, includes alternative media. And so, Leah, I'm glad you mentioned about the common law because, you know, grand jury investigation is happening more strongly this year mm-hmm. and many, who knows in coming years and it is also in they're incorporating the common law. So people need to start really educating themselves. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Thank so you. So
1: the, the reality of it is um, this particular graphic is from the article about what is the deadline of January 27th, 2024, for them to present officially whatever amendments they want to uh, discuss in May. and. There's an hour-long video that I put together, an extract of their conversations that were amazingly done in public. They are conspiring to violate the rule that says they have to present all of this information um, by January 27th. They've already scheduled a meeting on February, in February and in April, and they talked openly about ignoring the rule just continuing their negotiations and presenting uh, a document at the last minute to be voted on. Now, this is not a conspiracy theory. A- about three months ago, I published conspiracy evidence. And again, it's astonishing that, for- again, you know, forget the mainstream media, the alternative media is not picked up on this. And so what I encourage everyone to do is to be the media. Everybody, for the most part, has access to a camera or on your laptop, your computer, or your phone. Just record yourself saying, hey, why aren't all of the alternative media outlets reporting on this conspiracy to violate Article 55? We all need to shout what the rules are. The rules are very clear; they can submit amendments, but they have to do so by january twenty seventh and if they don't, then we have to hold them to account. They don't get to make any changes this year, but they are actively publicly conspiring to violate that rule
0: so that and the main message that we always wanted to hear to people is. To exit
1: exit the who So obviously if you're using social media, um, you can apply the uh, hashtag exit the who um, exit the who.com is primarily for people in the United States. Um, but if you go to exit the there are people worldwide who are organizing in this effort. And so again, you know spread the word. Uh, a lot of times people don't know how or or just never think, to utilize hashtags the way they should be. If you see the hashtag exit the who on Twitter or some other social media outlet, click on the hashtag and go to the chronological list of all of the many posts that people used that hashtag. And my goodness, you will learn a lot. A lot of times people focus on their feed on social media But if you want to get information about any specific topic, take the time to actually click on the hashtag and look at what people are posting. That's a wonderful way to get very targeted news. You get outside of Twitter's algorithm and you get the news about the topic that you want. Uh, You know, it's interesting. Most people just they never think to do that.
0: Me too, and so I'm gonna make sure that I put this as a hashtag when I post this, okay? Because Thank I you. post our episode in many platforms, and they ask for a hashtag, so mm-hmm. I will make sure I do it
1: like that. Mm-hmm. So the deadline we've been talking about, um, you know, January 27th. Uh, I, I encourage everyone to have some fun with this. The vast majority of people on the planet have no idea of the significance of January 27th. It's four months in advance of the World Health Assembly. And if the WHO doesn't present amendments that they want to consider in May, sorry, you know, it, it's kind of like if you miss uh, an airplane flight or a train ride or a bus ride or something like that. Sorry, um, there'll be another one coming next year. You guys can keep negotiating if you want, but you missed your deadline, so you do not get to adopt amendments in 2024. See you in 2025.
0: Okay, let me see what's the, this one. So you mentioned about January 27, 2024.
1: In, in a nutshell, this particular image um, summarizes the whole darn thing, okay? And uh, I encourage people to use this. It's got my phone number on it. If somebody asks you a question and you don't feel that you have enough um, command of the topic to answer the question, just tell people to give me a call. Um, You know, I I welcome calls. I said before, uh, I I view questions as a contribution. And if anybody, you know, is trying to wrap their head around this, you know, I've been down in the rabbit hole digging into this for two years. So, you know, I'm more than happy to uh, answer any questions that people might have. But in a nutshell, this is this is what's going on. If they don't meet their deadline, sorry, you don't get to make any changes.
0: And uh, you reminded me that I have to connect you with uh, my lawyer friend, who they, attorney David Swinkle of National Arms. Yes,
1: House. yes, he, yes. Please do.
0: He he actually he he would have been with us, but he had some personal health procedure that he needed to attend to oh, I, I, I
1: hope he's I hope he's well, and I, I look forward to talking to him whenever we can make that connection.
0: right, yes, so I'll make sure of that. so yeah, we just um, keep emphasizing this deadline okay yeah. it's very important
1: um you know it's the kind of thing where it it really does seem to a certain degree um, people have been vaccinated against. ability to accept good news now i'm i'm not naive and i'm not um, counting my chickens before they're hatched i'm not claiming victory what i'm saying is they've told us that they know what their deadline is they've told us that they're not going to meet it they don't have any meetings scheduled between now and their deadline they're not going to get together and come up with something at the last minute. Now, it is possible that some nation will submit amendments prior to the deadline, or maybe some group of nations will say, oh, well, the working group, they're not going to submit anything, but it's possible that some other group of nations would get together and submit something. So we have to pay very, very close attention. But the focus on January 27th is just we the people need to know the rules and we need to make sure that they know that we know the rules and that we're going to hold them to it. If they don't present anything by January 27th, um, then we get to focus on the treaty, which is in a state of flux and maybe there'll be a new version of it. So if and when, they present this new version of the pandemic agreement or treaty or whatever they want to call it. Don't get confused. M- make the distinction between they're rewriting the pandemic agreement and they're going to be proposing it sometime at the end of January or the beginning of February. That's not the amendments. And so, you know, keep those two things very crystal clear in your mind but we have to hold them to their obligations.
0: And if people really, for those people who think they like what happened in the last three, four years, Mm -hmm. if they think they like being ordered what to do and what (laughs) not to do, and if they think they like that they weren't able to visit family members, and they think they like that they now have second or third uh, more diagnosis in the list of their forever list of medications and diagnosis. I don't know, it, it, you know, maybe you just acquiesce. For those who don't, and slowly just realizing that we don't have to be choked, because that's how I felt. And I feel that if this happens again, and you know, it's like, I feel like being choked and being shut up with my critical thinking. So then, ignore what we're saying. So, oh, that's why James. So this this part, this episode is truly being addressed to whom?
1: Well, really, it's addressed to just regular people. Okay, what we have to do is recognize that we have the power to spread the word. Now, I don't want to bore somebody with a math problem. Okay, but if if you have a hundred viewers. And each of those hundred viewers tells a hundred people and they do that a couple of more times. You, maybe you've heard, you know, the game of six degrees of separation, you know, somebody who knows somebody, who knows somebody who knows somebody famous. Okay. Um, If you take 100 to the fifth power, that's 10 billion. So if everybody tells a hundred people, Hey, do you know what November, uh, uh, January 27th is all about? If you spread that word to 100 people and they do the same and they do the same, this could go around the world in a very short period of time. And now everyone is paying attention. Everyone knows that the WHO is failing. And, and that's on us, right? Now, um, the graphics a little bit cut off on uh, the top of it is liar, liar, pants on fire. This is from an article that I did back in October where I documented their conversation about how they intend to try to violate that rule. If we don't pay attention and get people to understand that if, if nobody calls them on their fraud or their conspiracy to violate this rule, they've got meetings scheduled for February and April. They would just continue negotiating and present their final package at the last minute. And that is not acceptable. That is criminal activity. That is conspiring to violate international law. And I encourage them to not do that. We the people have to hold them accountable to the crimes that they're plotting to commit. Now, you can accuse me of being a conspiracy theorist if you want, but back in October, I presented the evidence videotape from their website of them conspiring to break the rules. So call it a theory if you want. I think it's just a conspiracy. This is what we're dealing with around the world. And and so I'll just read this again. What is the rule of law? You know, The law is the final authority in all matters. No one can break the law, no matter how rich or powerful you are and be allowed to get away with it. And the consequences should be the same for everyone too. The law applies equally to everyone. No one gets special treatment and no one is treated unfairly. Leaders cannot use their powers to break the law or betray the people. And so we have to understand the rules, understand the law, understand international um, law. And this one's really very simple. They read it. They know it. It's really just one sentence. If they want to make changes, they have to give us four months' notice. And, and so if we're not operating under the rule of law, you know, we've entered into some kind of barbarian uh, world. Um, and I don't think that's where we want to go.
0: And when we speak about leaders, remember, don't look outside for leaders right away. Okay so because the real leaders are within us so that means just like James is focusing found a passion that he needed to do so and me and so we all have the talent as leaders so keep that in mind okay because when you look into other people outside you to lead you and then you you will be disappointed and then you'll blame it all to that you we can't do anything
1: Well, back to the same thing, you know, um, any organization that uses a snake as their um, logo um, should call into question, you know, uh, snakes have their benefits. And, you know, I I saw a a video of um, somebody who had a pet snake and they used them on the farm to keep down the rodents. Um, You know, one of the interesting things, this is just a little tiny uh, tidbit. Um, one of the aspects of the 1969 International Health Regulations was they had a little form for cargo vessels, and they had to go through a de-ratting procedure to make sure that there weren't any rats in the cargo, because rats carry fleas, and fleas carry disease, and so forth and so on. And, you know, every time I see that um, document, I, I, I think, of you know how we need to have such a document for our government. We need to get all of the rats and the snakes out of our government because um, they're using it to their advantage. And so, uh, exiting the WHO is something that every nation, I feel, should do. And you know, I would not be surprised at all if I woke up one morning and I read an article that said. Um, a group of nations had gotten together and are creating the BHO. So you've got, well, what if the BRICS nations got together and said, you know what? We're tired of the World Health Organization. We want to do things a different way. What if, you know, a group like the World Council for Health or any other group said, look, there is a better way. The World Health Organization has been captured by Big Pharma. And what these negotiations are is just a glorified venture capital prospectus seeking tens of billions of dollars to build out what I call the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex in nations where Big Pharma doesn't really have as much power. And and, and so... The snakes in the World Health Organization are pushing a pharmaceutical solution to everything. They don't have the mindset to question whether or not more drugs and more jabs are doing any good. They are beholden to the people who donate money and the people who donate money make money from pharmaceutical preparations and injections and so that's the direction they are headed. They want to up their um, budget by a factor of 10 over everything that they do for health. They want to spend 10 times that amount of money looking for pathogens to create more jabs. It, it's insanity. And really, at, at some point, you know, in any bad relationship, you go, look, um, this cannot be fixed. They will not change. They will not listen. You cannot reason with them. We need to leave. And that's what I feel um, everyone around the world should work towards exiting the WHO and bringing back, you know, uh, understanding that each individual man or woman or child is responsible for their own health. And, you know, hopefully we'll get together soon and start talking about how people can begin that learning process. Because the WHO is not teaching people how to be healthy. They're teaching people how to be slaves to the pharmaceutical industry.
0: And and more than ever, in the last um, years, there are more resources that each of you, each of us, can go to, okay? Because you know, unlike when I just started in 1970s knowing more about my health, that there's barely you know, I truly depended on myself, on my indigenous teachings and in a way that's very good because, you know, so you you won't be alone to be healthy. So you, you, there are resources, as James is one of those resources, I, Grace Asagra, is one of those resources and in fact I've been posting your wellness resources links. So you, you have so many, and I know some people will approach me or message me, hey, do you have any resource for autism or something like that? And because I've been meeting many guests, so I gladly direct them to where they could find resources, but the ultimate resource is you, okay? So not World Health Organization or or, or other things, you know better. And as James said, anything with a snake You know, you know better. Hold up and take your time and question everything. As we always say, question everything. So again, there's the deadline alert, okay? So James, and and James is a busy man. So we are gonna just um, end shortly. And I wanted to share with him before he invites you again to many of his events. James, let me share you this. Um, it, it, this is, again, from uh, uh, one of the substack and from Dr. Peter McCullough, OK? And it says, any time a biopharmaceutical product remains on the market despite excess mortality and mounting and mounting evidence suggesting greater and greater deaths are accumulating in each and every day that the COVID-19 vaccines are left on the market that does qualify as mass negligent homicide for all those who are responsible for manufacturing the vaccines, distributing them, administering them, and then promoting them. Each and every person that ever encouraged, preserved, coerced, or threatened reprisal for all those COVID nineteen vaccines is complicit in a crime against humanity, and that crime is mag- mass negligent homicide, and that's from Dr. Peter McCullough. So, which which each of us have to ask a question: Which side of history do you want to be on? You may not see the the results of what you're doing now, but think about the children. And I'll let James share his thoughts on what Dr. Peter McCullough wrote, and now to invite you to everything else that he's doing.
1: Very simply, um, silence is equivalent to consent. And I just encourage everyone to speak up in your own little way. Um, Everyone has a camera. People do selfie videos all the time. Record your statement to the universe and put it out there. I feel in a positive way. What is it that you want for 2024 and for the future beyond that? Um, Speak that into existence and wake up every morning and work towards the world that you want to live in. That's what I do every day. I'm sure that's what Grace does every day. Um, We can make it a better world, no doubt. you know, you have to start with you. Look in the mirror, and make those changes every day, and this world will become a much better place.
0: That's truly the secret of what uh, James and I, you know, lifestyle. You know how sometimes you ask, "Oh, what's your secret?" It's choosing the right words, choosing you what you want, visualizing it, and then saying them, saying them, then acting on them. Okay, mm-hmm. and all that little things adds up. Trust me it adds up. So we welcome you and we thank you again for every, for all your support to all our audience. And James is very transparent, meaning you easily can connect with him. Me too. I remember a friend of mine, a childhood classmate who found me. Before the pandemic, because when he searched mine she searched my name. There's my phone number, and she called, and that's it. Okay, so you'll never be alone, and we need to continue to work on anything more. James, last words of wisdom, and I thank you so much for doing everything you do, and I made sure that I, I, encourage my sister who's in the Philippines to post this episode in the Filipino groups that
1: he knows of. No, uh, I'll just leave you with, you know, uh, I'll come back anytime you want. I want to talk about those positive aspects of, you know, where we head forth in the future. And, uh, you know, I look forward to doing this again soon.
0: Wonderful. So this will be uploaded also, not just in Rumble, but it will be in brighton in Beatshoot, and, and feel free. Any one of you who wants to get the MP4, MP3, I will gladly share that to you and you could put it on your own platform, okay? So take care and source bless, and don't forget, like, subscribe, donate in whatever way, subscribe and whatever, you know, just do something positive and helpful. Take care, everyone, and Happy New
1: Year again.